0: Happy Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to Benzinga's Daily Stocks Watch podcast, a place where each trading day you can get at least a handful of trading ideas to start your day off. Merry Christmas Eve, Eve. Tomorrow's Christmas Eve, so this is Christmas Eve, Eve. Today is Friday, December 23rd, 2022. A quick birthday shout out to one of Benzinga's wonderful editors, Dustin Blitchack. Happy birthday, brother. Much love. We're going to go over a little preview of our list, ideas that we want you to potentially get on your radar for the day. Could be something you might want to trade. It could be something you learn a little bit about, look into a little bit more and decide you want to make something like an investment or Tune in for the next ten minutes or so, and maybe you don't get a trade idea, maybe you don't get an investing idea, but you just get some good education that you probably will be able to apply somewhere down the line if you are an investor or a trader. Our first stock to watch for the day is JetBlue Airways (JBLU). Stock to watch number two is Carvana (CVNA). Stock to watch number three is Toro (Ticker TTC). Number four is Dave and Buster's Entertainment. It's ticker play P L A Y, and our last stock to watch for the day, for the week before the Christmas holiday, is Jamf Holding. It's ticker J A M F. And a quick reminder earlier in the podcast that the U.S. stock market will be closed on Monday to observe the Christmas the Christmas holiday. Stock market is open all day today, so. You're lucky, ladies and gentlemen. You're gonna to get to trade all the way up to four if you so choose. All right, let's jump into our list really quick here and see what's going on in JetBlue Airways JBLU. I saw this stock being discussed in the Benzinger Pro Lounge Chat here this morning. Uh shares were largely unaffected. Friday morning, there was news late yesterday of about a $1.5 billion contract with the US Department of Defense for JetBlue. And a user was asking a question in the Benzinga Pro lounge chat. If you don't know what the Benzinga Pro lounge chat is, check out Benzinga Pro. It's pro.benzinga.com. And when you log in by default, the chat should pop up. But if it doesn't, there's a little chat bubble in the top left corner. And there's like a bunch of communities Kind of gathered in these chats. Uh, you can ask questions about the platform. You can ask questions about stocks. You can hear ideas that other traders are throwing around. And I saw a question in the chat today. A Benzing Pro user was asking why shares of JetBlue didn't really seem to be moving on this seemingly huge, you know, 1.5 billion dollar contract by a government contractor. Why the stock really wasn't moving, and for whatever reason. When we get these contracts from uh, the U.S. government kind of specifically, it's not really a catalyst very often for stocks, believe it or not. I'm not sure, sure exactly why that is. Maybe the uh, government aspect of a contract like this, maybe it's kind of already understood who – these contractors are going to be when like the defense budget comes out from the president each year. That's kind of one thing that I've always sort of speculated on. I don't have, you know, like hard info to, um, back that up, but I try to make sense of these things. And yeah, for whatever reason, uh, these, a lot of, a lot of stocks, for that matter, not just air stocks, airline stocks don't really move on government contracts. So, you know, this is kind of like an anti trading idea. Here's why maybe you can trade in the opposite direction of this news catalyst here today in JetBlue. Stock to watch number two is Carvana CVNA, another stock that I saw being discussed in the Benzing Pro Lounge chat here this morning. Uh, In this case, traders were talking about very high short interest in Carvana. And you can find short information on Benzinga Pro pretty darn easily. There is a tool in Benzinga Pro called the Details Tool. It shows uh, all of the content that Benzinga has on a stock, shows fundamentals about a company, shows valuation ratios, shows something like float of a stock of an issue. And short interest is also one of those on the details tool that you can access pretty key, pretty easily. When I typed in ticker CVNA into the details tool here this morning, I really quickly identified that short interest in Carvana is like 68%. It's almost 70%. That is extremely high. This is the level of short interest that was kind of the, the crux of the GameStops and the AMCs of the world early this year, uh, usually if we're getting short interest over like 20%, that's already decently high. If short interest is getting to about 30% of an issue's float, that's getting like really high. And if short interest is getting over like 40, 50%, that's going to be some of your most shorted stocks on Wall Street, and Carvana in the higher 60% range. That's one of the very highest shorted stocks right now out there. Stock to watch number three is Toro. It's ticker TTC. This is like a manufacturer of uh, farm equipment, agricultural equipment. I saw some bullish analyst commentary by analysts at Raymond James here this morning. And, you know, Toro being uh, like an agricultural... uh, manufacturing company. It's not the most like exciting stock, uh, you know, more of a value play than a growth play. So when you see analysts making, you know, some kind of dramatic commentary on like, you know, sort of a boring company, a little bit of a boring stock, sorry to say, Toro, uh, it it gets kind of interesting because I think that these kind of, you know, stocks that people don't talk about a ton, they create opportunity for traders to potentially have a little niche there, which a lot of the market might not be looking at. Uh, Analysts at Raymond James here this morning, morning upgrading shares of Toro to the equivalent of a buy rating. An interesting comment here, a couple interesting comments from the Raymond James analysts. Uh, Toro enjoys a massive and still rising backlog of high margin orders in its pro segment, Let me just pop open that note really quickly here on Toro, see if I can pull another quick comment out. Uh, The analysts thinking that the pro segment could lead to margins that are in like the high single digit to low double digit range uh, growing. And these analysts highlighting that while the stock has risen in the past few months, we believe the market is essentially underwriting only low single-digit sales and margins growth for the near future, suggesting uh, a favorable asymmetric setup. Our enthusiasm is partially tempered by weak housing sentiment, near-term earnings risk until the supply chain pressure, pressures ease, and multiple insider sales at this lower level. Definitely something to keep an eye on talking about those insider sales. But these Raymond, Jam- Raymond James analyst here getting favorable on Toro. Now a $130 price target on shares of Toro. Stock to watch number four is Dave and Buster's Entertainment. It's ticker P-L-A-Y play late on Wednesday. Late on Wednesday evening, we saw a Form 4 filing that is the SEC filing where large shareholders or executives have to disclose insider purchases or sales. Saw a Form 4 filing late Wednesday that showed the purchase of about 535,000 shares by a private equity firm, Hillpath Capital. Uh, Hillpath has been an investor in Dave & Buster's. But in addition to this 535,000 share purchase a couple nights ago, the uh, the private equity firm has bought about another 660,000 shares. They bought that level last week. So over the last two weeks here, about 1.2 million shares bought by this private equity firm in Dave & Buster's. The firm now holds about 6.5 million shares of common stock and they have equity swap rights. For another about two and a half million shares, if you do the math there, add those up together, that gets to almost twenty percent ownership by uh, Hillpath. That's about eighteen percent or so. And I think uh, in I think early in twenty twenty two, they uh, Hillpath did a, a filing to adjust its potential maximum ownership up to twenty percent. And you can you can see here they are approaching that level. I saw some commentary on this from an analyst at also at Raymond James, uh, noting that Hillpath started its initial position in Dave and Buster's in 2018. In December of 2020, they gained a board seat at Dave and Buster's. And then in July in 2022, this is what I was referencing a minute ago. They modified a standstill agreement, allowing the company to the firm to own up to 20% economic owner, Economic ownership position in the company. Kind of interesting here as we have PE coming into Dave & Buster's over the last couple of years and then seemingly getting more heated over just the last, you know, like six, seven, eight months or so. Our last stock to watch for the day is Jamf Holding. It's ticker J-A-M-F. Saw some analyst commentary out of Needham here this morning. You guys and gals know how I love to tune into what the analysts are saying. They are a relatively easy way to get some pretty darn high-level information. At the least, get some perspective on a stock or a company that you're looking at. I don't, you know, necessarily recommend you always prescribe to the recommendations that analysts are giving, but the information that's leading to their price targets and the recommendations is extremely valuable, if nothing else than to position some perspective for yourself. And a kind of dramatic comment here, something that stood out as a interesting little nugget to me this morning is analysts at Needham. They are favorable on Jamf. And they said that the company's production differentiation in Apple devices is quote underappreciated. Again, they have, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this, but they do have the equivalent of a buy rating on Jamf holding shares. Let me just read you a little bit more here from that note. We believe the company's product achievements support its strong retention and growth metrics. A major point of pushback to the category of software is their product differentiation, again, which the analysts believe is underappreciated. Something to keep in mind here when we're talking about, you know, sort of like components that go into Apple uh, devices and software that goes into Apple devices, these can be. Interesting little niches that you can gain exposure to while a, a not much of the rest of Wall Street is kind of focused on, you know, if you're looking to gain exposure to Apple, I'm I don't know that there's a lot of investors out there who, as like a knee-jerk reaction, are going to a name like Jamf to get some exposure to something like Apple devices. All right, folks, that is gonna wrap it up for. Our Stocks Watch podcast for today, for this week. Again, a reminder that the U.S. stock market is closed on Monday. So I hope everyone has a nice long weekend. I hope you have a lovely Christmas holiday. And we'll be back next week. We won't be back next week because we're going to have a little bit of off time until the new year. Uh, If you do like the Stocks Watch info, you can still get this info on Benzinga Pro. If you go to pro.benzinga.com and you open a news tool and search Socks to Watch, we'll still be posting this information next week on Benzinga Pro. We just won't be doing the podcast. I know you guys are going to miss us. We will, of course, miss you again. Merry Christmas. And I hope everyone has a happy new year. We'll see you in 2023, ladies and gentlemen. Later.
1: Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline?